And that's why I'm not making any drastic statements about the availability of any of these guys because the, the degree of the injury um, changes the prognosis and the man, the man himself, um, you know, changes the prognosis. And so, you know, we'll, we'll give guys an opportunity that are close enough to health to practice. We'll give them an opportunity to practice during the course of the week. And if they practice, we'll look at the quality of that practice or how much they practice and let that be a guide for us in terms of their potential participation. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. You know, injuries and question marks about injuries and all those things, they are part of the, the, the life cycle of the NFL. That just happens day in and day out, week in, week out. But I know something that doesn't happen day in and day out, but at least we got them every week that I know of. And let's welcome Jim Wexel from Steel City Insider into the locker room. Wex, how are you, how are you my friend? I'm great, Tunch. I, I got a comment on the music. It was so perfect. You know how Tomlin likes to say, if you got red paint, you paint the barn red. There you go. Oh, yeah. If you got black, if you got black paint, and everyone looks away after a loss to the Raiders and you're no longer undefeated. You're just nobody. You, you paint it black, brother. You paint it paint black. It black. Well, that's what we, I think who is it we started off, Max, with um, Soundgarden. Black yeah, hole sun. Yeah, black yeah. hole sun. Yeah, that started the whole week. You know, it's been it's been one of those weeks where you kind of like uh, pulling into a shell. Well, we're coming out because baby, there's more football to be played and starts today. Getting prepped for the Cincinnati Bungles coming in at one o'clock on Sunday. Now, Wex, you know, I know that um, you know we've been pounding the offensive line. We're going to continue to pound it because one of the things that we always talk about is the fact that. You know, the offensive line are, are especially young lines. Think about it. Four or five new newbies, really. Two rookies. One is a first-year starter. I mean, that's a lot of youth. And the continuation of the process that Mike Tomlin talks about, that we just got to keep working. And I do believe in that. And I know that you got some thoughts about that. You know, um, one thing. Tomlin started out his Cincinnati Bengals breakdown – with their great interior defensive front. Now, I didn't recognize one of those names. I, I do know, no, one did play for Clemson a few years ago in, in a big game. But I, I think he is just putting all the, all this on the offensive line. Look, you know, he's going he's gonna to ratchet these guys up and, and the running back, and they're going to try to pound the middle of that interior. Why else would he bring that up first? I just... I sense a mindset from him that I was hoping for last week. As you all know, my feeling, my concerns about the Raiders last week that, uh, you know, I asked Cam Hayward, I asked Joe Hayden. Right. Uh, what about these past Raiders debacles? Are you talking to the kids about this game? And they're like, no. <laughs> we, you know, if we execute, we'll, we'll, we'll win. And no, that's not what I want to hear. I want to hear, like, what you're talking this week. Scratch and claw against the team. And, but we'll. You're calling them bungles, man. I know that's really but, it's 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 poor form on my part, but that's only because I don't have to be out there at one o'clock on Sunday and and stand up to what the beatdown would be if I was out there. Yeah, but you'll have to paint it black again. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, uh, I I want to ask a couple you guys a couple questions. You know. Uh, Tomlin was asked about changes, and that, that kind of took me by surprise because I was asked the same thing on a podcast. I don't, I don't think these young guys are playing that bad. Do you? 
and what changes could he make? Well, I, I mean, Either Jim, one of you I guys. don't. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I, I think. I don't see them playing bad. I just think that this is the knee-jerk reaction. It's always easy to point the finger at the young guy because you don't know what you don't know. But at the same time, you know, you have to also realize, especially offensively, um, that it takes time for these guys to gel. And I don't know what other options you really have outside of them um, because – Yes. Are, are there mental errors? Yes, there's absolutely mental errors. You watch the film, you can see the mental errors. But at the same time, you've got to get them some growth and you've got to get some, them some opportunities to where they can work themselves out of it. And when you think of, I would rather have the guys that have been at least working together for two weeks, trying to work together for a third week, than trying to shuffle things up or mix a piece out and throw off that synergy. And now we're starting back at the beginning all over again. And so... I know it's a tough decision as a coach where you're sitting there trying to figure out what could we do, you know. But I think also what he said, hey, how does this week look? And we'll evaluate the week to decide how we progress on Sundays. It's at least creating the open threat out there that hopefully the guys catch that kicker that we're going to look at all options. Nothing's set in stone. You haven't been here for seven years and been doing uh, the consistent job that you've done and you kind of had a little funk. Mike, you need to make sure that you're constantly working your craft. You're not taking anything for granted. You're not taking any plays off and that you're locked in the entire time through. Yeah, I would agree with, with yeah. Max. And, you know, the thing that's going to happen, too, is as you go along here, you've got, as I said, you got some guys up there that are really young, and you got to let them experience the ups and downs such as I experienced in my career early on that Tunch did when he became a starter. You know, you got a Chooks – uh, Jukes is a second-year guy, basically second-year starter, and he's got to learn the art of finishing. It's, it's, you know, a lot of people say, well, it's easy. You just go to the, 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 the echo of the whistle. Well, it's not that easy when you are, you know, fiercely locked in combat and you don't know, and, you know, you get whistled or you get a flag thrown for any sort of umbrage now they, they refer to as taunting. I mean, there's a lot of little things going on here that, that kind of give you a little willies if I was an offensive lineman in the NFL today. But still the fact is you give them a little bit of time. I think they're going to work through it. I think they're going to be good. I think – Kendrick Green is going to be very good. I think Dan Moore is going to be very good. Kevin Dotson, we know, has a great upside. Trey Turner is already very good. And Chooks is one of those guys that he's got to come along and play at a consistent, more consistent level. But when he plays at a, that consistent level, he's very good. So, we, it's again, it's a growing problem is what I see, Wex. Uh, I agree. I agree. In the week of the growing problem, this is a growing problem. Right. But we'll – uh, that was really bad. <laughs> hey, you know, here's the thing about it. Low-hanging fruit is what I do. You know, nobody beats a dead horse or, or grabs more low-hanging fruit than I, okay? So if you can contribute in that way, Wex, have at it, my friend, because if if you didn't get it, I was aiming for it, okay? Well, let me add this. Let me add this. Um, yeah, and I, I don't blame these guys for asking these questions. There's a lot of it going on Twitter. But all of these sports writers that are asking that question, wanting changes, what's wrong with the O-line? I, I, I have to believe that in their preseason previews, they wrote the words, the line will take time to gel. <laughs> yes. So, so step back and remember your perspective here. This, I agree. How, I, don't, I don't see any changes that could probably be possible. You know, you got the general Hague 
uh, on the bench. But if he plays more than 25% snaps, they don't get their fifth-round comp pick. It's a long, convoluted uh, uh, discussion. But they tra- actually traded two fifth-round picks for Witherspoon so to get one of them back. The general can't play more than 25% of the snaps. So that's one move that's not going to be made. And there's no, I don't know that there's anyone else. And these are young guys. Let them play. Both you guys. Uh, I, I know, Max, they moved you left, right, tackle, whatever. You know, we made a key block in the greatest run in Super Bowl history. So there's that. So it pays off. Yeah. But uh, uh, how did you feel about getting jerked around like that? Is it, is it difficult? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it is an adjustment. I, I, you know, I came in as a left tackle, and and so you know, to get on the field, I had to be a swing tackle. So I had to play, be able to come in and play whoever came out. And I'll never forget my first really significant playing time was at left guard my rookie year against Buffalo. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I'm like, what? Because you know, I had cleanup duty, right? I came <laughs> in for Marvell, I came in for Oliver Ross, and you know, played played some cleanup duty. But we were we were at week seven we were at week sixteen of the season. We're fourteen and one and Alan Fanny just comes up, Hey, you're up, Rook. I'm like, Whoa, whoa, whoa. I I don't play interior. That's Chucky a co he's like, Well Jeff's down too and Chucky's playing center unless you want to snap. Get out there. <laughs> you, know, it's just, you just go where you just go where you need I mean, because that's the ethos of a, of an offensive lineman, right? I just know how to play football. And I, I should be able to play anywhere on that field if I know my offense, but just put me in the game. I just want to be in the game. And I think that's kind of the mentality that these guys have to have is I don't have a position. There's four out of the five new people, and let's just call it five brand new starters. Because so you're yeah. just filling a slot until you make a name for yourself, until you create an identity for yourself. Just like we talk about offenses, right? We don't know what the offensive identity is the first couple of weeks of the season. Same thing with offensive linemen. You don't have a position identity in the NFL for a number of weeks before we know when we have enough info to make a valued decision about you. So these guys should be interchangeable pieces at this point until they settle in and see what their comfortability is. You know, um, we, we talked about the two rookies and there's and, and Dyson. Uh, I mean, Dotson. He's from Louisiana Lafayette. So even though this is his second year, first year as a starter. He could have gotten less coaching over the last four or five years than either of the rookies, probably. Not to put yeah. down Louisiana Lafayette. But right. So you got three rookies. Let's just say three rookies up there. Then you got Fryermuth, the rookie, and he's in there battling. And he, you know, Heath Miller wasn't a great blocker or a good blocker his rookie year. And Fryermuth looks like Heath in so many ways. Makes a good block every now and then, but to count on him as a, a a Matt Space type in there is a little folly, but he's the better blocker than Ebron. True. So that's the other tight end. So, and then you got a rookie running back. Yes. And you refuse to use your fullback. You just refuse to use. We're going to pay him all that money to tackle special teamers. So, and, and, and you know, I think that fourth and one, the lack of the going for it there was a big mistake, but I, I'm guessing he's worried about Kendrick Green getting blown up. Ben not being enthusiastic about sneaks. But, but again, man, I mean, 
But Najee it, Harris, you brought him in here to go get those two yards to fall forward. I, I don't know, man. I, I, I would agree with you. I understand what you, you know, what, your reticence, where it's coming from, but I agree with you. I think fullback right now is the answer. Max and I were discussing this in the, you know, the first hour. We were talking about, okay, first of all, individual period to me is more important than the schematics that they're going to draw up. Secondly is going to be the fact that because in uh, the individual period, that's where you take care of the aiming points. You take care of the leakages on the backside, the cutoffs, things that are undermining your running game right now. Now, one of the schematics that's going to help, though, I truly believe is, you know, the Derek Watt. You know, and I've talked to you before about that. And one of the things I love about Derek Watt is his uh, versatility. He can play in the eye. He can play in the broken back. He can play the H back. He could even be an in line tight end he can start off in the eye move to the h back and be the trailer on a counter trap he can be the lead man on a lead you know uh, a blast up the up you know off tackle or up the middle all these things and you know he's one of those guys he can catch the ball you know, yes, I, yes. I, yeah, I love Rosie Greer. Or, no, Rosie Greer. Rosie Nix. <laughs> well, yeah, me too. I love Rosie Greer too. But Rosie Nix, you know, I mean, let's face it. He was a converted nose tackle, all right? that The hands weren't great. But but Derek Watt, as I, I was telling Max, he's like blue collar with a touch of effervescence, right? He's got a little bit of something, something. I'd like to see him use it. Well, you know, Derek Derek can do the, what the, the, the book. Those are. Those, uh, Fullbacks with the hard to spell Polish names for uh, uh, ball. Oh, you're a check and Ricard and all those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those guys, they can all all of a sudden they're beating you for a 30, 40 yard play downfield. Yeah, those guys and Derek can can do exactly that. Yes. So yeah, well we have all the answers, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When there's no consequences to your actions, then you don't worry about it, right? You just this is my suggestion, and there no, I don't have any consequences because nobody is listening to me. So, well, uh, oh, was I wrong? Well, why did you listen to me? You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's exactly the point. I think I think more than anything too is right now. Um, what this this offense needs is, is, as Max was talking about, a whittling away of some of the stuff and get down to um, the bare necessities in a, in a sense, uh, you know, kind of move away from some of the bells and whistles of pre-snap and get after it and do, you know, get your half dozen run plays and do that out of several formations and do that with a fullback, without a fullback, what I, what, what you need. But, you know, maybe some, some – uh, 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 12 personnel, or I'm sorry, 21 personnel or 22, just to shake things up a little bit, you know, I think it could be advantageous. Well, you know, the way Tomlin started that press conference with the great defensive interior of the yep. Bengals, I, we may see that this week, just just from listening to him and, 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 and gleaning that. So, Yeah, it'll be interesting. Yeah. I look at I'll say this, one thing the Bengals did do, they 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 brought in some beef at nose tackle, from DJ Reader at 347 pounds all the way back to the third teamer of Tyler Shelvin at 350 pounds. I mean, you got to the backup is is Josh. Wait a minute, let me get my my, my specs on here. Josh Tupo, he's he's 345 pounds. Between the three of these guys, you got half a ton of meat. Just between the three nose tackles. Again, no wolf. I've never heard of them. 
Yeah. Just because they're big. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know Reader from Clemson. I, I I remember him around draft time. But you know, I, give me give me Geno Atkins in his prime. I think that's a little more difficult. So true. Yeah. True. And and who was the big uh, yeah the big Samoan they had um, with the hair? Uh, Pekka. Yeah. Oh, D- Demata, Demata Pekka. Demata. Yeah. Yeah, he, he, was, he was pretty yeah. big boy. He was he was a good player. Yeah, that he was. So, that guy I, was he I, was two I, axe handles across the backside. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah. So my hope is that they can pound these nobodies just with their weight. Maybe you want to get a little lateral going. I don't know, but yeah. But uh, uh, do it with what? <laughs> Figure something out. All right, <laughs> Wex, we got to roll, brother. Thank you so very much. Okay. That's Thanks, Jim Wexel. You. you betcha. Steel City Insider. We'll be back with more after this. You know, um, we'll, we'll see. We haven't practiced yet this week. Um, we'll let his participation be our guide in terms of where he is. Um, but obviously, he, he you know, is a guy that has a chance to have an expanded role. Uh, Isaiah Bugs is a guy that has a chance to have an expanded role. Um, but we've called on those guys in an expanded capacity in the past. I think Bugs had a couple of significant games for us at Baltimore late in the year last year uh, where he had an expanded role. And, we expect him to deliver, and we expect Carlos to deliver if called upon in an increased fashion. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. Of course, with the injuries that are running through the Steelers, and uh, we were just talking about off-air, but Max, I can almost see a perfect storm with a line because now if you've got uh, a guy named... Taco Charlton, who they they brought in, put on the practice squad. But if you would make the game, the game squad. And you know, I love Mexican food. I'm sure you do too. All right. Oh yeah. But then you've got uh, Taco Charlton, and you you know the great safety from Cincy, Von Bell. You know what's going to happen? At some point, I'm screaming Taco Bell, Taco. And you know, it'll just come out. You know, and it's like, uh, no, that's not what I meant. I meant I meant something else. But you know, that would yeah. be. You know, that would be my faux pas of the day because it would Taco Bell definitely somehow would would emanate from all three of those things coming together. Yeah, and that's a perfect story. You hope that you get to that point because that means they made some big play together. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works out. All I know yeah. is in my mangled mind, those three things 
my love of Mexican food, Taco Charlton and Von Bell. And, uh, you know, then, you know, uh, it would it would be disastrous. So having said all that, Isaiah Bugs got a chance to contribute. Maybe Carlos Davis, you know, but Henry Mondo, uh, Henry Mondo is a guy that comes up uh, and he, he's shown some ability to play some D-line. Yeah, and I, I think that's kind of where we're at, right? I mean, you, you have to make the best out of this. You know, you want the lemons that you have to become lemonade. And you hope there's a little something sweet that, that mixes it and, and creates that catalyst. And, you know, they got the next band up syndrome, right? You know, it, it's a starter and waiting now becomes a starter. No more waiting. Now you get to go out. You get to produce. You are a starter on this defense. You wear the black and gold uniform. So now it's time for you to have your moment in the sun because, uh, you know, unfortunate situation elevated your opportunity now you need to take that opportunity and run with it i think that's the biggest thing is running with the opportunities that are given and so it's going to be it's going to be really good to see those guys out there and to give them a chance because they're not the household names but now they have an opportunity to create themselves as household names well one guy that's a household name and he's a starter in waiting is uh, our man in chicago his name is cr steelers chicago Steelers Nation Chicago. How about checking in with us, CR? Let's go to the phones. How you doing, CR? <laughs> you're, morning, guys. you're our you starter and waiting, buddy. Chicago. Yeah. How the heck you guys doing this morning, man? I'll tell you, Wolf, I tell you, starting the day off with you, it's like, yes, it's going to be an exciting day. <laughs> you never know because Taco Bell is out there, baby. <laughs> it's already floating in my mind. <laughs> I heard that. Hey, Max, I know you got to be loving this, man. Hanging out with with this dude, it's, it's a special privilege, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm blessed and fortunate. I mean, so many years I spent, you know, on the sidelines, seeing Wolf doing his thing on the sidelines and uh, getting to hear him on the show. And also, I don't know if Wolf can see it, but I have this right here, and you won't be able to see it, CR, but I have it up here on my mantle here. My very first award in Pittsburgh. Oh, it, yes, it's the locker room leader from 2006. Tunch and Wolf's yeah. locker room leader. Very good. Way to keep that, so, Max. So now that I'm now a recipient of said such great yes. honor, and then now I'm in, I'm in the locker room, it, 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 <laughs> it, it, it's a privilege, and it's a fun time. So we are having a blast. We are indeed. Hey, congrats, man. Glad to have you on board. Uh, <clears throat> just want to say yesterday we only had um, four calls because we got in kind of late, so I at least the broadcast got off kind of late. And I want to just welcome all the guys uh, to uh, inside the locker room. Uh, hey, guys, make sure you got to <clears throat> uh, download uh, iHeartRadio on your phone, download uh, Steel Nation Radio, download inside the locker room, and call the guys at 412-919-1316. It's an outstanding show. Hey, um, guys, you, uh, you came on board. You were talking about uh, back in the day and your mom and all that kind of stuff. Well, my mom, she graduated with the time. First it was a, a hand. And then she got a, a, a single switch. Then we had to go out and get a braided switch. And then she got with the modern times and ended up with the multi wide wafer iron cord, which never <laughs> broke. Yeah. <laughs> you graduated through all those levels, did you? That's pretty good. That's yeah. good stuff. I'm talking about the late 50s and early 60s, so that's back in the day. Um, hey, guys. Um, I gotta be qu- I gotta be quick because I was I heard through the grapevine that I talked too long too much. <laughs> anyway, 
Got you, Wolf. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Well, you said Wednesday, and uh, in general, is going to be the the game plan. Yes. But uh, can you give us a, a a quick overview of what takes place on Thursday and Friday, so I can make notes to be able to to flow with the show? Well, the little thing, and we were talking about earlier. Uh, CR is you, this is just the beginning of it, and you're going to whittle away the things that you find don't work. Uh, for instance, I remember one time in uh, Three Rivers, it was uh, there was a screen, and this uh, is a pop out screen of Molly, and come back in. Well, it doesn't work when you got a defensive end who gets up the field. Then all of a sudden, you got to find yeah. your way around the other way. So then that one that hit the bricks. Okay, that one was thrown out, and that's the process of you know they think about it, they look at it, and try it out in practice. Max, you know as well as well as I do, um, it's always subject to change. It's always, you know, and th- th- this is what I tried to say, CR, is that this is the first draft of the game plan. Yeah. This is, I got that. they broke it down the previous two games, and this is the first thing they're going to throw at, at at the wall. Then you go to practice and you realize, no, that, that's sliding down the wall too quickly. Now we need to get rid of that. We need to change this. There's a motion that we need to hold that guy. And then Thursday, it's the refined version of that Wednesday plan. And then on Friday, you've now refined it even more to where this is what your final game plan is going to look like when you go out to practice on Friday. And you'll face more situational football on Thursday. Thursday was, back in my day, it was a lot of the passing game uh, was emphasized then. And Friday was short yardage because we were in pads on Friday. Oh, see, no, we we, we don't do that. We don't do that. There's no more pads on Friday. (laughs) All right, we're we're going to run, Sierra. we got to run, buddy. In the meantime, and in between time, here we go, Steelers. Here we go. All right. Thank you, CR, checking in from Steelers Nation Chicago. Appreciate it so much. All right. We'll be back with the last uh, group of callers here in the locker room. It's Wolf Starks and the Ninjas, ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. stay on schedule and, and not get behind the sticks and, and get in situations where the line to gain is so far that, that that it enhances the rush. This is In the Locker Room with Wolf and Starks, presented by your neighborhood Ford store on ESPN Pittsburgh and Steelers Nation Radio. All right, we got the bell lap. Here we go. We're going to go right to the phones. You got Juan in Charleston. Juan, welcome to the locker room, my friend. Hey, hey, good morning, guys. How y'all doing? Fabulous. Yeah. How you doing, man? All right, Wolf. It's way and windy. Let me hear oh. the news. Oh, I forgot. 
<laughs> I, you know what? We're going to postpone this till tomorrow because actually I did forget. But I, I, I remembered yesterday and then I forgot today. And I got a good idea, a rough idea of it, but Jacob doesn't have the opportunity to put together the boo track because it – oh, you got it? Okay. Yeah, he's saying you got it. Guys. Okay, he's, he's all set. You're, you're ready. Jacob, you're ready for this, right? Okay, now, the goal last year was with Chaluch, my brother Tunch, was to keep him over 200, and it was to keep me okay. under 300. Okay, now, okay. Max, do you are you going to participate in this? I, I'm going to participate this year. I'm okay. Going to participate so we year. need to know what your 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 water level is. All right. What do you got to get down to? You know, what do you try to are you trying to drop a number to, you know, a certain amount, or is there a level that you can comfortably, you know, manage? I mean my goal is to get to three thirty. Okay. That, that that's 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 my goal. To All be right. below my actual playing weight when I actually played football. So I'm close. I'm close. I did weigh in this morning, but I will weigh in tomorrow. But well, no, no, no. Was, we got to go because oh. here's here's what happened. I know a couple okay. days ago it was a big weekend, and uh, I was three oh nine. Well, we almost got you there. You're three oh nine. We almost got you there. You know, yeah. yeah I'm. I, I don't know if I'm catching up to Max or if I'm, yeah. if I'm trying to yeah. come back down with Jacob. <laughs> Okay, I'm I'm being roundly booed, yes. And yeah. deservedly so. I was really heavy on the Chipotle last week. <laughs> oh. oh man. Man, that was it's bad, yeah. Okay. I deserve that. Three oh nine. That's that's a lot of okay. that's a lot of Chipotle, man. All right. Yeah. So Max, All right, my, where are I, we? I, 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 Last week I was three forty two. Okay, so, so three thirty. So, yeah. Okay, he gets a round get. roundhouse of booze. Uh. Yeah, there it is. There it is. <laughs> booze until I make it to three thirty. <laughs> uh, oh, this is tremendous! Oh yeah. my goodness, we're a couple of beef eaters, Max. Yeah, I know. I know. I should. I, sh- I should have said it at three forty five. <laughs> <laughs> you know the thing about it is one. Three three forty on Max looks a lot better than the three oh nine on me. <laughs> he's he can he's six eight. He's got the ability to stretch it. Uh, I'm a little bit vertically challenged as compared to Max. So, <laughs> so hey, Juan, where are you at, Juan? Where are you? Hey, I'm at my goal. If I if I tell you, you'll be like, oh no, I'm at my goal. I'm at I'm at two thirty, guys. Oh, you're at two thirty. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. hey, all right. We got a cheer for Wand. We have a cheer track yeah, the, here. The applause track. Where's the applause track? I think I don't think Jacob was ready for it because he both. Oh, did. yeah. Oh, he he was just ready for negativity. No, I don't remember. Oh yes, that's right. That's oh, right. Jacob's okay. all ready. Wand, this is for you, buddy, because you got your weight. Yeah. Enjoy it, Juan, because it ain't going to last, buddy. <laughs> I know, hey. I know, hey. With the holidays coming around, I know. Oh, and, yes, and, yesterday, and yesterday was Taco Tuesday. Yeah, Taco Tuesday. Let me tell you, all last week was Taco Tuesday, Burrito Wednesday, Enchilada Thursday. There was just a lot of Mexican going on, brother, I have to tell you. Yeah. And I was enjoying all of it. All right, what else you got, Juan? 
All right, so with the game coming up um, on Sunday, Wolf, well, you're going to have your um, your guy on the show this Friday. Um, the, um, Bruce G. For the, uh, the other guy, the one for the um, Bengals, the guy you always, you and I, times you don't know me at when we play the Bengals. Oh, Dave Lapham. I'm going to be on yeah. with him tomorrow, but I don't have him uh, booked for the show because we got Bruce Gradkowski on Friday. But we'll get him before the next home game. We'll get Dave Lapham. Uh-oh. Because he is a Syracuse man, Max. You have to understand. Yeah. All right. Yeah. He well, played... he'd be bringing he'd be bringing some good stuff when we play Cincinnati too. So I like absolutely to yes, I will tell him that too. Anything right, else, brother? So, uh, um. So oh, I forget to give a shout out to the guys, the Dirty Dozen. Shout out to those guys. Shout out to my man, Cr. That'll be all. I talk to you guys later on in the week. Sounds good, buddy. Thanks for checking in. Thanks for ruining my day. You know, having to weigh in Wednesday. My goodness, man. Good job. We gotta get you. We gotta get you back on track. I know. I gotta give. I gotta give up the Chipotle for a while. (laughs) We still would have been doing it, so we gotta keep up. We gotta keep it up for time. Sounds good, Juan. Thank you so much for checking in. All right, let's go to the next one, Jason in New Hampshire. Jason, are you on top of the mountain or down in the valley? You know what? I'm just trying to make sure I go really slow in the vehicle because I am in it now. <laughs> I, may pull, I may pull over just to make sure, you know? Gotcha. Um, the, uh, hey, you know, yesterday I heard uh, Stan say that it was Bill Murray's uh, birthday. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, last, so last night, you know, just in the spirit of tons, you reminded me of this with the whole Jason from New Hampshire. And uh, so I just I decided to watch What About Bob because that's where he got it from, and we talked about Lake Winnipesaukee a lot. And I got to tell you, when I hit that part, dude, I lost it. I just lost it. Even though I knew it was coming, I, I, it was just so funny. Um, <laughs> anyway, I didn't call about that. No, um, but it's a good memory. Thank you. It really is. I mean, I do miss that, and I will miss that. Yeah, me too. Um, the... Uh, just a quick comment at first um, on this whole physical thing. You guys are talking about the running game, bringing in the fullback. Totally agree because we've always had success through the years with a fullback. Um, we're missing the physical. There's no physical going on that we were preached at throughout the off season that we were going to get. Um, that's a quick comment, uh, but. The point I wanted to call in on is about Ben and this possible injury and the way that the uh, the offensive line is young and they need to learn. If Ben takes too many hits, there's a and I'm not trying to speak anything into existence, but we know the negatives that can happen from that, uh, like this week. Do you trust Mason and or Dwayne with this offensive line and this offense to give us some form of chance of still making the playoffs if by chance something negative like that happens? Yeah, you know, those are good questions. Uh, appreciate you, brother. You know, they are indeed. I will take uh, – and I'll, I'll let Max answer that because I want to answer the first part when you said there is lacking physicality. Let me tell you something. You got a couple young bucks – that are like young lions. I'm telling you what, you watch Kendrick Green. He's a lot of fun to watch. Now, he doesn't get all his blocks that he should, 
but he is willing to try to drive you into a hole in the ground. I mean, he he really is. Uh, Dan Moore is a physical guy. Trey Turner, we know, is a physical dude, okay? Chooks can be very yeah. physical when he's locked in. And, of course, Kevin Dotson has got some, some excellent talent and can do it too. So the point is there's physicality that's, that's emanating. It's going to come out. They've got to put it together, though. But, Max, go ahead. Mason Rudolph, Dwayne Haskins, what, what have you with his offensive line? I I think, you know, if you do go in the Mason or Dwayne route, you know, these are guys who can move the ball up and down the field in Matt Canna's office. We saw that in the preseason. Um, Dwayne has a little bit more touchdown success uh, when you get into the red zone versus Mason from the preseason. This is all just based off the preseason and seeing it from that lens. But, you know, they provide some different versatility, but they also don't have the experience or the talent of Ben. So, right. I mean, it's one of those where I have to say TBD um, until it's that live action, you know, to know if either one of them can do it and where this offensive line moves with them and how defenses respond to those guys that are holding the football. You know, do you look at Dwayne and do you give him more of a dual threat re- responsibility? So, therefore, it changes up how they're showing things, but yet he doesn't have the vision to read the coverages. And Mason – can run, does not need to run, doesn't want to run, but he gets the ball out quickly. So you look at those things and you say there are a little bit of things that that you can work off of, but until I'm pressed in the service, I don't know if I could say that either one of them are a playoff right. team for me. Look, you don't take a, a future Hall of Famer out, and I don't know if you were even referring to that, Jason, but the point is, Ben is Ben. This is this is the guy. You're gonna ride this guy all the way through. Hey, we gotta go, buddy. Thank you so much for checking in. We appreciate you. Make sure you watch all of that uh, Bill Murray Film Festival. There, you know, you, there's a whole bunch of stuff going on with him. He's such an enjoyable guy, folks. I want to tell you, Max and I, we appreciate you guys from the bottom of our heart. Max, throw out your uh, social media stuff there, buddy. All right, you can catch me on Twitter, Max Stark seventy eight. Instagram is mstark78. And, of course, you can find me on LinkedIn and uh, Facebook at Max Starks the Fourth. So, yeah, that's all, that's, all, that's all the social stuff. All right, from me to you, Max, and to all the good fans out there in the locker room, we'll see you tomorrow.